Hi everyone, welcome to the Balvenie Stories series. I'm Gemma Patterson, Global Ambassador for the Balvenie. The Stories series is a range of our whiskies which explore tales from the distillery about our craftsmen and women. We've got several different whiskies within the Stories series now, but today we're going to explore the story of the second red rose. So we're going to start here, where I am right now within our sample room, just outside Glasgow. And we're going to head up to the distillery, have a bit of a chat in our visitor centre and then head up to Balvenie Castle and have a walk around Balvenie Castle. But right now I'm in the sample room with our malt master, David Charles Stewart. Hi David. Hi Gemma. Welcome to the sample room. Yep. Thank you. It's, it's an <coughs> honour to be here. Uh, you're welcome anytime. So David, let's explore the story of the, the rose and what inspired it because from when I first started working with Balvenie, it's a story that really intrigued me and really stuck in my mind. So. Balvenie's namesake is Balvenie Castle, which is a mm. castle on the hill overlooking our distilleries, which is now completely derelict. You can still visit the castle, it's there, but um, it's been derelict for a long, long time now. Mm -hmm. But once upon a time, there was reportedly the most beautiful woman in Scotland who lived in Balvenie okay. Castle, mm. called Margaret Douglas. Douglas. Yep. And Margaret, she was married to the eighth Earl of Douglas, who was tragically killed in battle when he rebelled against the king. But famously, the king allowed her to live on in the castle for the rent of a single red rose. And this was not just any rose, this was a very special type of rose. This was a rose with a deep magenta hue, it was an apothecary's rose. Mm. And so um, Margaret lived in the castle for a decent rent of a red rose every year. And that's actually what sparked this whiskey and inspired this story, right, David? Yes. Well, I think, again, it might have been the team that came to me and said, we would like to do this red rose. And uh, then it was up to me to actually create this whiskey and how we're we going to get this pinkish, reddish hue and, into the whiskey. And my thought was, well, why don't we try port pipes mm. that have held old tawny port, probably held old tawny port for years and years, maybe 30, 40 years, these port pipes that we bring in, even for mm -hmm. the port wood now are very old cast. Mm. There's a lot of provenance in the in the port pipes that you use. Yes, no, there is, and it's created a, a great whisky for probably any port wood. And I say most of the flavour, un unlike the sherry cask, where it's the actual wood that's giving the whisky its kind of character. Here, it's actually the port, the, the cask, the wood is actually probably done. It's you know, mm. it's it's not creating any wood notes, but it's it's actually the port. So, and that's really what we're looking for. We're looking to get the colour that we yep. extracted from the oak from the port that was, had been in the East Cast for many, many years. That's exactly what happened over a period of months. And uh, we, we bottled that limited number of bottles, 426 bottles, bottled at 53.4 back in 2008. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people were very disappointed when, they, we, when it was actually stopped and mm -hmm. thought we'd move on to do something else. But uh, so there was a lot of disappointed people, I think, who... who didn't manage to get this bottle, as you now have said, Gemma, how, how valuable this one bottle is now to collect because there's so few of them in the whole world. Yeah, it's really special that we're able to bring it back. Yes, you know, it's very exciting. So, David, you've actually prepared some samples of the second red rose for us to try. I have. So I've noticed this already. It's only been in the cast for a couple of months, so it's just quite an early stage yet. It might mm. need another two or three months yet. And this okay. time we've actually used the Australian red wine casks, Shiraz casks. So they were brought in a couple of months ago, filled with this 21 years old Balvenie. 
So as I say, it's picked up a little bit of colour, but it's, it's got a little bit, a little bit of time to go yet before we're really happy with it. But this gives you an idea of the, we can get a slight influence of the red wines, mm. that kind of slightly winey sweetness, still quite fruity. American oak, 21-year-old whiskey, so it's, it's a lovely age of, of whiskey. And this is cask strength just now? This is cask, it's kind of, we've added a retouch of water to it, it's cask strength. It's been kind of, being 21, it's not that strong, it's just the low 50s. Yeah. 53, I think it's 53%. So we've loosened it down just a little bit and added a little mm -hmm. bit of water just to open it up a little bit. It was, it's coming on, but, but the, the key thing is making sure the quality is right and also mm -hmm. make sure we get that nice pinkish, reddish mm -hmm. colour in the whiskey as well. It's certainly lovely and sweet and fruity. It is. It is. Do you want to have a little sip? Yes. Yeah, it's very nice. Oh, wow. You get that That's definitely influence. an explosion you know, of flavour on the palate. Yeah, it is. That's right. So I think it should be quite well, quite well received. Mm. We get samples in every couple of weeks and we'll be bringing more down in a couple of weeks and we'll have to do that a few more times yet until we're completely happy with it. But it's a, you know, it's working, working quite well, these Shiraz casks, giving it a completely different taste from our other 21-year-old yeah. whiskey. Yep, from the Portwood. Portwood. And from the first rose, it really is quite different. Yes, it, it is, yeah. You'd expect that with the old Tony mm -hmm. Port and, and red wine cast, it's going to give it a completely different... So it will be interesting, you know, when, when we're happy and ready to, to compare this 21-year-old whiskey finished in red wine cast to 21-year-old finished in port pipes. And, you know, they're yeah. two exactly the same age of whiskey, but just the influence of the two different cast types will make quite them both different. quite different, quite different. And this is going to be bottled at 48.1%, yeah. so we'll add a little, little bit of water to it so that it won't be chill filtered and, and you know, it'll be natural, natural colour as well. Do you have any of the above any rose at home that you would be able to sample along with the second red rose? Uh, that's a good question. Well, no, I, I did. Above any event, I was actually given a bottle of the above any red rose. This is going back quite a few years ago mm -hmm. now. And uh, I kept it for a little while. But my, my son-in-law, who didn't drink Balvenie before he married my daughter, is now a great Balvenie fan. And his neighbours are all, all drinking Balvenie as well <laughs> now. So they were over one stage, this is going back maybe four or five years ago, over for a celebration, it might be my birthday or something. And so I opened this bottle to let them try it and have a little dram of it. And once it was open, then you can imagine it just gradually drank it and shared it and emptied it. So it's, so it's all gone. But I mean, I'm brewing the day that I maybe opened it and I'm thinking I didn't have to pay for it at the time, but now it's, uh, it's worth you know, a few thousand pounds. Auction. Not that the malt master sells any of the bottles of Valvenie anyway. But <laughs> I've got a few bottles, but these will all be passed on to my children someday. But really, David, at the end of the day, I'm so glad that you opened it and that you shared it and enjoyed it with your son-in-law and with your family. Yeah, well, my whiskey is my whiskey is for drinking at the end of the day. You can, yes. you can, you can appreciate people who pay a lot of money for mm -hmm. a very old whiskey that they may want to keep it, but whiskey of the sage, you know, it's for opening and, and drinking, but, mm. uh, but it is, obviously it's very limited and it's, it's got a lot of value nowadays. So this is quite exciting, yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing this when it's actually finished, going into the bottle and the packaging and, yeah, quite exciting to be able to recreate this, this whiskey once again, but in different casks. I hope you'll be able to get a bottle of the second red rose and share it with your son-in-law again. And maybe get two bottles this time. <laughs> and uh, open shape. one and keep one. That, that's it, because it might end up being as valuable as the, the last one someday.
David, thank you so much for sharing the story of the second red rose with us and the first rose um, and your work behind that. We're going to head off to Dufton now, so we're going to go and chat to David Mayer and he's going to talk to us a little bit about the visitors who came because um, obviously, as you mentioned, okay. the, the rose was a, an exclusive at the, the distillery, so yeah. you had to come and do the tour with the team. Mm -hmm. so we're going to go and chat to David and then we're going to meet with one of our collectors, Olaf Kerlinski and have a look at Balvenie Castle and talk a little bit about the story of the rose and collecting. Good, good. Well, cheers. Here's to cheers. your stories, David. Cheers. Cheers, Gemma. Slange. Slange. Yeah. We've just left David and driven up the road. It was a beautiful drive, sunny day, rolling hills all the way up to Dufton. And here we are sitting at the Balvenie Visitor Centre with our distillery ambassador, David Mayer. Hi, David. Hello, Gemma. Well, we're here to talk about the second red rose. Um, but you actually have a bottle of the first red rose here, David. Yes. Which you remember. Yes, may I have it? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to be it's able yours. to have this, but uh, I do have one at home. Mm -hmm. But I think it's got about a very small, maybe a dram left in the bottom. I just don't want oh, to get rid of it. Oh, you've still got a wee drop left. Um, and it's really, really delicious. It looks fantastic. You just, you know, when you open it, you just kind of, you sigh and you just think, wow, this is great. And uh, it was great, really made from great things and uh, very simple things. You know, we had a, a rose on site here and we had the rose about the Bolveni Castle. Mm. And, you know, you wouldn't really think that you would, make a whiskey with that name but why not i mean it's there's romance in it there's aroma in it there's color in it there's nature in it it's exactly what a, a good malt whiskey is so this is like looking back in time and yeah. uh and yes there were two of them but i'm actually looking forward to the next generation uh, of boveni rose can't wait really. so special yeah. so um i would like to take this away and uh, drink it now <laughs> and taste it. Sure. It's a great taste, but I think, you know, one, one thing if we've you, always got to I'm be careful I'm going to ask a question, David. If yes. you could share this bottle yes. with anyone in the world. Thing. I'm just going to check this drink. Yeah. Who would you want to share it with? 53.4% alcohol content. Um, sharing it with someone, it's really difficult Imagine to share. Imagine you had your sort of desert island dinner situation and you had some dinner guests and you thought, yeah. right, these are incredible people, I'm going to open this bottle of rose and share it with them. Well, you know, I wouldn't really go to a desert island to do it. Um, I would easily find a place that was similar like to that, but very close to the people who actually make it, to mm -hmm. be honest, and would choose the people who made this, I think, to drink it. Why not? I mean, they made it, I think that's only answer. right. Isn't it that, yeah. that you do that? So I think um, it's worth toasting the, the, the guys who made it and have been involved in it. Here, Why here. Not? After I've had a bit first though. <laughs> so looking forward to Shiraz, next rose. Yep. Uh, that's going to be it's different. It's definitely going to be a little bit different. We just heard from David, he talked, we, we had a bit of a try mm -hmm. of it actually. Right. It's okay, not good. quite ready yet, another couple of months in the Shiraz, but. Okay, so mm -hmm. yeah, so I, I really look forward to that. And I don't think, you know, it's never going to be released unless it's right. Yeah. And, uh, and David is that man, Kelsey is that person mm -hmm. as well, uh, to get the new rose out and to make sure that it really is right. And actually, if it wasn't right, they just wouldn't do it at all. Yeah, absolutely. And another notable thing about that first rose was people actually had to come to visit you to try it. 
Yes, to taste and uh, it we had to control. To it. It was cr- hardly, it wasn't exactly crowd control, but we just we did have to um, make people realise that you couldn't just arrive at the distillery and buy it and disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, not many people wanted to do that. People wanted to come to the distillery and have a look around the distillery and see what we were doing. And, and they were okay about doing that, in addition to then buying the rose after that. Uh, we did have to limit it, um, you know, so one person, one rose. Um, and if you had a husband or a wife, then uh, you could have another one. But why not? Two of you mm-hmm. go on the tour, then you're both entitled to have, have a rose. And so that was the way of controlling it. But of course, unfortunately, these amazing things come to an end. Mm-hmm. And so um, we have to wait until the next. It certainly rose. become one of the most memorable and collectible Balvenies. Yeah. Feels good, smells good, tastes good, looks good. Um, and it's got David Stewart's signature on it. So it can only be good. One of the most unforgettable times for me that we've spent together was a year ago. We celebrated Burns Night mm. uh, just over a year ago with the entire Balvenie Ambassador team. And you shared a special poem, actually, mm-hmm. inspired by a rose with everybody that evening. I'm wondering if you would share it for can us I? and everyone can listening. Really? Yeah, please, David. It's sure? okay. so special. Well, first of all, I have to apologise to Robbie Burns uh, for doctoring his poem. Um, he's not going to be very happy about it. And a lot of people who are into Burns would probably scoff at this arrangement of the red, red rose. So here it is. Oh, my Bovenie is like an amber dew that's newly sprung from my tun. Oh, my Bovenie is like the melody that's sweetly slurped in one. As fair art thou, my bonny glass, so deep in love am I, and I will love thee still, my cask, till I the Bovenie's dry. Till I the Bovenie's gung dry, my dear, and the rocks melt with the steaming stills. And I would love thee still, my ton, while my multi seeds o' life shall run. And fare thee weel, my own sweet dram, and fare thee weel a while, and I will swill again my malted love, though twer thousand mile. That's it. Oh, bravo, David. So good. Thank you. Thank you, David. Hello, Gemma here with a brief intermission. I hope you're enjoying the story and your journey with us. Coming up, we're going to meet someone special and take a walk around the grounds of an ancient castle. To hear more about the Balvenie and discover more about our range, then visit thebalvenie.com. You can find the link in our bio. Okay, let's get back to the action. Yesterday, we left our distillery ambassador, David Mayer, where we discussed the first red rose. And today, I'm back in Dufton with our collector, Olaf Karlinski. And we're on our way to Balvenie Castle, which is a 13th century castle overlooking our distilleries. Um, We're going to have a chat about the rose, aren't we, Olaf? Yes, of course. Yeah. Wonderful rose, yeah. (laughs) You remember the very first release of the rose. Of course I do. Just for me, it wasn't a very exciting um, experience because um, you know, I'm a collector and I got You are. To... You're one of our biggest collectors of Balvenie, right? Okay, now yes. <laughs> Developed through the time. And at this time, I he- heard about the rose in Germany. I said, oh, it's the very first 
distillery only bottling. Yeah. I need to have a bottle and, uh, and how to get there. Because, you know, only 400 and a little uh, uh, bottles were made to buy only at the distillery. And yeah. I have to go there quickly because all the other collectors are coming and want to have a bottle as well. And um, I was thinking about what to do. The collectors assemble. Yeah. They're coming for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I asked my wife and she said, hey, we make a little holiday trip to Dufton. And uh, so we come here and made the tour. Wonderful tour, as usual, I have to say. Yeah, and then went to the shop. Fortunately, my wife was with me and I could buy two bottles of the rose. So I still have them at home and I'm very proud of it. Oh, you still have both bottles? Yes. When was the last time you tasted the rose? That's, I think four or five years ago, I got a sample from a collector's friend. Okay. And um, yes, it was very nice. Especially because I like the pot wood made it or finished. Yeah, the port wood. Yeah. It's one of David's favourites as well. Yeah. You, when you came on your tour, you and your wife, you came up and you had a look at the castle? Yes, we did. Not only at the castle, where we were looking for the rose here. For a rose bush, of course. <laughs> but we didn't find one. Uh, well, it's such an incredible story. And it's a story that we've been talking about with David Mayer and David Stewart over the last few days. And yeah. um, I think just so much history. And have you heard the stories of the Green Lady at Balvenie? Yes, I heard, I heard it. Just only the short, the shortcut of the story, I think. Yeah, so the Green Lady, she's obviously, we talked about her before, actually in one of our, our previous audio stories that we had um, on the Day of Dark Barley. But, um, She's pretty infamous at Balvenie. Obviously, she's our mm -hmm. most famous ghost who haunts our fl floor maltings. And it's rumoured that she's the ghost of Margaret Douglas, wow. who paid the rose as her annual rent for this castle, for Balvenie mm -hmm. Castle. Because, you know, some of the stones from the castle were used to build our distillery. So some of these ancient stones are within our distillery walls. Uh, yes. So it's rumoured that the ghost of Margaret could maybe be the Green Lady. So I think this is a very fitting tribute to her and to her story. I can agree. <laughs> wow. So Olaf, I've never actually tried the rose before. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we should open this bottle and have a wee dram and share it together. No. Yeah. I think we should. I don't say no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Wow. Well, I couldn't think of a better place and a better moment. Hey, yes. Are you ready? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. I think you should pour mine for me. Just a drop. Thank you, Olaf. Perfect. Wonderful colour. It is. It's such an incredible colour. Thank you so yes. much for coming and visiting Slash. us. Thank you very much for inviting me to have this wonderful drum with you. So it's, it's like a dream for me. Thank you. It's a really incredible colour, that beautiful blush pink from the port finish. Yeah, even just if you hold it into the sun, Rosa. Yeah. Olaf, can you tell us the story of how you started collecting Balvenie in the first place? Of course. Okay, my father likes whiskey and I just finished my studies and want to make a nice present to him. But he always was drinking this uh, supermarket whiskey and I went to a whiskey store, one of the very few at this time, and asked the owner of the whiskey store 
please recommend me a good whiskey. First question was, which whiskey do your father like? So, only this normal stuff, nothing special. Hmm, how much do you want to spend? Okay, 100 marks. He put out a bottle. This cost 110 marks. And what is it like? That's a good one. He, he was right. I took the bottle, gave it to my father. I said, hey, this stuff was so expensive for me at this time. Please give me a dram of this. I want to taste it too. I tasted it. It was a Baronie Classic, 18 years old. Ah. Yeah. And tasted it and said, wow, this is really good stuff. I told about it to a friend. And my friend, okay, goes to the shop, bought one. And some months later, he presented to me to my 30th birthday. And so it started. And then it started. But it takes 10 or 14 years, I think, uh, until I got a new one from the 18-year-old oh. classic. And then after 14 years, I reopened the first bottle and emptied it with some friends. And it was good even after 14 years when it was open. I think for me that's the most wonderful thing that you're a collector but you also share your whiskies and you swap samples with other collectors yeah. across the world and visit the distillery and take bottles back to share with friends and family too yes. and we had a wonderful story from david where he talked about the first bottle of rose that he had and he took it home and shared it with his son-in-law mm -hmm. and really um whiskey brings us together right at the end of the day so we're a community through yeah. this, this lovely liquid really does encourage you to share stories. Yes. It's the best thing. Yes, this is it. Well, Olaf, thank you so much for coming and joining us and coming back to the distillery. I have Sharing this thank. beautiful whiskey with I us. Have, I have to thank you for this very beautiful whiskey, for the biggest surprise you made for me. Are you looking forward to adding a bottle of the second red rose to your collection? Of course, not only one. <laughs> <laughs> one for drinking, one for keeping. And one for swapping, perhaps. Aha. Uh -huh. Well, slancha. Cheers, Lola. Slancha. This has been quite a journey. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We started down in Glasgow with David Stewart trying the second Red Rose. We've been up at the Bovenny Visitor Centre hearing some stories with David Mayer and now here with Olaf at Bovenny Castle, the root of the story for the second Red Rose. If you want to listen to any more of our stories, we have several more for you to explore. So join us to hear more tales from the Bovini Distillery.